Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Drifting or driven? Whoa! Drifting or driven, Jeremy? Which one is it, buddy? I just drifted into this thing. Listen, I... I Dude, I'm sorry for coming in last second with you. If you could, if you could see my my screen, you guys, right now, my beautiful brand new PC. It's probably because it's a PC. Won't it literally won't boot up? <laughs> and so I have a laptop sitting on top of the other stuff, and I just got in. Anyway, will you take a selfie of yourself with your laptop stacked on top I'm of your desktop? To, I'm going to. This is incredible. Uh, well, just tag us later when you post it on social. I love it. All right. So in case you're listening to the podcast, there you go. Jeremy is selfie himself. So here's our guest host. Our guest host today is the one and only Jeremy Larkin from St. George, Utah. He is Tokyo drifting into this uh just to drop a little Fast and Furious reference, Jeremy Larkin has been a friend of mine for a long, long time. He runs an incredible team out in Utah, but he's also just been a student of the game. He's been through a lot of coaching programs. And so this morning we were talking back and forth or a couple of days ago, what are we going to do? And we came up with the idea of drifting or driven, building a business by design. And I love this one, Jeremy, because I know this comes from a few different coaching platforms that you kind of put your own spin onto it. And now yeah. it's just it's Jeremy's brain. So I want to sit back. If you want to bounce back and forth, I'm here. Otherwise, you just rock and roll and take us, you know, take us wherever you, wherever you want to go this morning. Oh, man, you are so kind, dude. Hey, good morning, everybody. And Jesse is one of my favorite people. And I, I will boost his ego. I think he's one of the most talented people that I know, um, which is, you know, here he is. And, and it's crazy how much time and energy you're putting into this power huddle group. Because I started thinking, I'm like, this is every day. Dude, we've got a couple hundred episodes now. We, we, we've had, we're, get, we're averaging a thousand downloads a month. So thank you, everybody who is downloading the podcast. Appreciate you guys. Um, Jeremy, this might be the, if this episode ends up being the, uh, the number one downloaded episode of the week, you get a little like social trophy, right? So I know. I want something. I want something for this. All right. All right. So, we'll so, uh, so guys, good morning. I, I'm in St. George, Utah. And uh, I, I think, you know, it, I always think where we are, I think it matters. I think it's context, right? You know, and so uh, I'm in a beautiful little place. It's for a lot of people, I call it, you know, I've been on the power huddle before. I call it the most beautiful place that you've never heard of. But a lot of Southern California people know St. George because um, we're we're receiving your your sales, right? You know, all your listings you're selling? Yeah, we're, we're putting them in homes up here. And so um, we're a community right now of about 180,000 total in our market. Now, Jesse, you know, I mean, he just muted himself and I'm asking how many people in San Diego area? 3 million in the, in the MSA, roughly yeah. the markets, the Metro service. Yeah. Area. Yeah. Like 180,000. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? and, and you want to know something cool? Jeremy knows every single one of the 180,000. No. <laughs> yeah. I wish. So this is kind of funny story. Yesterday I had my video guy came in who actually comes from LA he was here, and when he comes, we shoot video all day long. And this is actually going to play right into our conversation. So um, he comes every other month, and we shoot for a day and a half. And uh, this time, we'll shoot like seven, eight pieces of content. Last time, we shot 18. I honestly was ready to go to the hospital. I was so exhausted after. Um, and this is part of being by design. Um, but 
you know, when, when you look at our market, it's 180,000 people, but I go to this gas station and we were shooting an episode or an episode, a video called Utah's Obsession with Soda. If you guys don't know this, people are obsessed with soda in Utah, right? There's less alcohol and more soda. So there's all these little soda store, stores. So you go, one, it's like Swig, one's called Swig. And it's like a drive-through and you come up and you they custom make your beautiful soda and you don't have to go into a fountain and all this stuff. While I'm there, I see a guy that's on, I see the ESPN radio host for our area, who's a buddy of mine. And he ends up in the, in the film. Incidentally, he was getting gas at the gas station. I go to run the car through the car wash while I'm there. And my son's best friend has the wand and, and does the pre-rinse for me. And when I come back around to the gas pump, one of my childhood friends who's a real estate agent had a dead battery at the pump and I charged his car. There's still some, <laughs> this, it was crazy. So that's not always, Jesse, but that was yesterday. So guys, I want to talk about this drifting, um, driven and by design. And, you know, you talk about, um, I'm going to cite uh, Tom Ferry and I'm going to cite Michael Hyatt. So um, Tom Ferry, uh, forever, you know, has talked about building a life by design. And he had the books on my shelf somewhere behind me, uh, building a life by design. And Michael Hyatt has a coaching platform, which I'm not involved, but I have friends that are involved and, and I'm listening and I've read his stuff and I have his planner sitting on my desk. And Hyatt actually talks about drifting driven or by design. And so there's three approaches to, to kind of business and life. And I, th that sums them up. One is drifting, one is driven, and one is by design. So let's walk through them because one of them seems really obvious and one of them doesn't seem obvious, okay? The first one is drifting. So, you know, Jesse said Tokyo Drift, okay? This is like the Fast and Furious 24 episode. <laughs> it's like, how many are they gonna do, you know? So drifting is what truthfully gang Here's what, let me pause. You're going to find that drifting and driven are actually like cousins. They're so alike that you don't even realize that they're like right by each other. They're two sides of the same coin, right? So drifting is, I don't have a clear direction. It's drifting. I want you to envision your, I mean, you guys remember in, in Castaway, right? Tom Hanks finally escapes the island, you know, and he has Wilson tied up and he's got this raft. And then do you guys remember like the waves and the insanity? Like I hate those movies freak me out because I, the idea of being stuck in the ocean on a raft is horrible. And he's just drifting. He's just drifting. He literally has no control whatsoever. Okay. That's drifting. Now, I, more or less like, can in, that really? in that analogy, Jeremy, though, yeah. I just want to know, Wilson's the volleyball, the imaginary friend, if you guys don't remember. In our world of real estate, will you at some point in time during this agent power huddle connect what, who Wilson is in our careers? I just want to make sure we do that, okay? Ooh, let's do. Okay, hey. we can come back to it. I just please, want to make sure you please, I, I mean, I have a theory. I have a theory. And by the way, Jesse and I have, this is silly, but um, he and his right-hand man have been talking to me via text for like two months. And my life's been so crazy. We've never had a conversation. So this is completely set up by texts. Okay. So just by the raise of hands, I can see some of your faces. Who's ever drifted? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now let's talk about driven. Do you think driven is a compliment? So I see Nate, I see Shelly, I see Kevin, I see Autumn. 
I see Gabe's been around forever. I don't know Gabe, but I know Gabe. He was Gabe was Tom Perry guy. Gabe, you're so driven. Like you think that's a compliment. So here's the problem with driven. Driven means you're led by your ambition. Driven is almost like drifting. And here's why. Because driven in real estate is like next deal, next deal, next deal, next deal. It's like I'd seen, I follow a sales humor um, Facebook feed. And it said, and something in that like, like, when you hire a salesperson, it was a meme, right? Something about you hire a salesperson with all this like hopes and dreams and you don't realize that you're headed for a heart attack or a divorce within five years. Okay. Okay. That, but you know, you're like, it's so funny that it's like, oh, that's actually not very funny. That's hitting home. So that's what driven is. Driven is looked at like it's this great thing and we love it. We're like, yeah, so-and-so told me I'm driven. But at that point, you're led by your ambition. And that's what Hyatt says. Michael Hyatt says this. You're being led by ambition. And the problem is, I know that all of you, as well as me, we all have many more uh, facets and, and uh, focuses and goals in our life than selling real estate. So everybody here wants to earn. So first in real estate, you want to earn 100K, right, Jesse? That's like how everybody starts. Okay. And then, but look, there's going to be people in this group earning, I mean, Trust me, there's multiple six figures and people get into seven figures and beyond. But for what? Only for your life, right? The only reason that's even useful is for your life. So when you're running driven, it's what it, what it can do is end up being harm up. It can end up being harmful to everybody around you, including yourself. Okay. So we've talked about drifting. We've talked about driven, and you can see they're actually so much the same. And I see this, like I have a guy, he's literally 20 feet from me. Hope he's not listening. I'm kidding. He's one of my close friends and one of my agents. When he came into work for me, he had owned an auto um, repair shop forever, sold it to his family. And then he, then he got strangest thing. He got into like Sara Lee bread, you know, the, like Sara Lee is one of the bread, got in this bread delivery route and he'd get up at two o'clock in the morning and he'd deliver bread. He'd be done like 11 noon every day. He was done. And it was a pretty cool little business. Well, he finally said, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have a heart attack. So, so naturally he got back into real estate. So anyway, but I said, you know what your problem is, Joe? The problem is you're a hammer. And do you know what hammers know how to do? Do you know what a hammer knows how to do, guys? Pound stuff. Bang, bang, bang. I said, no offense, dude. You're not using your head. You know what I mean? You're just driven. You just work yourself literally almost to death, right? So now we talk about by design. And it's really fun. Um, two days ago, today's Friday. Two days ago, we had what was called the Rise Business Summit here in St. George, Utah, Southern Utah. And guys, it was a killer day with like amazing um we, we actually have eight master classes. Like literally they looked and felt like, and they were advertised like the master class you see online. And um, I'm, we'll probably end up working with a guy who's a, uh, a branding expert. He works with a company called Bondir, B-O-N-D-I-R. And another guy who um, is, is a sales coach. And you're like, oh, sales coach. You mean like how to talk to Fizbo's? No. Okay. A sales coach, like he helps people create a sales process 
that's duplicatable. So let me share something with you, okay? We'll hop in here into, into you know, Evernote. So he walked through, he says, I want you to go through, he's like, I want you to go through your last 10 sales. Because what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to make this all, um, what's the word? We're, we're, I, I want to put this into total perspective, okay? So I'm going to set it up this way. The branding guy first, okay? The branding guy says this. He says, we use what's called the pause. Now, in sales, it's funny. sounds like sales, the power of the pause. You know, the power of the pause looks like this in sales. You know, Jesse, if I could dot, 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 get you the price you want, dot, dot, dot. Sounding familiar, guys? Like a Mike Ferry, Tom Ferry seminar? It's great. That's the power of the pause. Or we ask a question and we wait. It's the pause. But what Glenn's talking about at branding, he says, we use the pause to help people rebrand their company. And the pause is we take six to 12 months, six to 12 months to build someone's brand. So there's a tech, there's all tech thing happening. I can see it on the hill behind me. My office is right downtown called Tech Ridge. Tech Ridge is basically like Southern Utah is going to be like the little Silicon Valley type thing. There's a company called Intergalactic. I mean, how cool is that name? So Intergalactic, they literally, guys, they make space parts. They make parts for shuttles and spacecraft and satellites. St. George, Utah. Well, their branding, look them up, Intergalactic. It's insane. Glenn said it took him three years to get it where it was at. Okay, you seen the setup right here? We're talking about by design. So, so I'm setting this up with this. Look, you know how we're like, I need a business card. Okay, um, uh, here's how I picked my first business card, by the way. This is in 2005. My friend was in Phoenix. Jesse, do you know Ryan Seacrest? Not Seacrest. Seacrest. He's with Sotheby's. He used to be KW. Do you know him? I, I don't know him. I don't know. Anyway, I don't even know him. Some of you guys may know him. He's a Sotheby's guy. He's in Sotheby's leadership and in, in, now in, in the, the Bay Area. Okay. So it's funny. His whole life, it's been confusing because his name is Seacrest, not Seacrest. So he was in Phoenix, Awatuki, um, Foothills. And he had his, his slogan was um, stand out. I literally liked it and took it. So I started saying stand out. That was my branding. That, that's, how, that's how drifting I was. I'm like, okay. So I started. Well, that- I like the irony that his thing is to stand out and you copied the person saying stand out. Like that's it's so, it's just brilliant irony. It's so great, right? So, so I steal his slogan. He knows that he doesn't care. He's like, yeah, whatever. So I, I keep going with this slogan. Well, about three years into the thing, into my business, 2008, and this is, I've met Jesse at this point and, and this is right in like the core of my Tom Ferry time. I'm looking around and I'm in this beautiful downtown and I was born and raised in my community. And people would always say, man, you really know the town. And it was born. I said, wow, wait, we know this town. And so the Larkin group went from standout to we know this town. Well, what ensued was the next 13 years of branding. And the day that I showed up at the Rise Business Summit two days ago, I walked up to this, there was a vendor, there was a, what do you want to call it? You know what I'm talking about? All the vendors were there. Uh, what's the, you know, anyway, it's some convention language. Okay. Expo, the expo. expo. Thank you. The expo. And I walked up and there's this really beautiful uh, kind of PR firm that I worked with forever ago. And the guy turns to his young assistant and says, this guy's the best branded real estate agent in Washington County. 
And I was really like, dude, thank you. Right. But here's what I know. That was only 13 years. Okay. Now I'm not telling you 13 years. We're going to bring this together. So I then go sit with, uh, in this sales process conversation. And I'm thinking, he's like, how to increase sales. So I walk in, I leave the branding thing and, and this, uh, this summit, and I go into the, the sales process class. And I think he's going to talk to me about pumping up my salespeople. Right. And he proceeds to say, I want you to go back to your last 10 sales. And then he said, honestly, you might want to do this to the last 50. I'm like, oh gosh, it's a lot of sales. By the way, we'll do about 210 this year for about $100 million in sales in our world. Your world's different. You know, San Diego is a higher price. But we're, we're it's, a lot of, it's a lot of houses. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of families. Guys, it's a lot of problems. It's a lot of headaches. It's a lot of appraisal issues. It's a lot of inspections gone sideways. You know what I mean? And that's, by the way, that's six people, mainly excluding me. So five salespeople, myself, and four staff. So it's good production. But, okay, he says, I want you to walk through, I want you to ask the following. Okay, now I can share this with you, Jesse, after if you want. I better, it's long, it's, it's long enough that you won't just be able to know that's quick. But n- number one, clear lead sources. Okay, I'm gonna use Jen. Jen, you're in San Diego. Good morning. Di Julio, I like that name. If Jen came from Zillow, I'm gonna go back and say, okay, cool. Could I clearly go back and re-procure, reprocure Jen again? Could I find another Jen from Zillow? Number two, do I have a consistent sales process? Is it is every transaction exactly the same? And I'm starting to like slide down in my chair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like, oh man, we have this cool brand and this cool team, but as good as it is, as good as 100 million and 210 deals sounds to you, if you're not there, it's Jesse, am I not, am I completely accurate in saying it's all relative? 100 becomes 200, 200, then you want 500, 500, you want 1,000. Well, that, that's a whole separate conversation and how most of us are wired. The people that are on this call are the top producers, and there's a definite lack of pausing and celebrating any sort of goal. It's like you hit the goal, you breathe for about three seconds, you go, that was good, what's next? Correct. And here's what's so cool. That's that, by the way, that's being driven. Right. That's, that's driven. Yeah, that's drivenness. And then if you have a team, your people get exhausted. So number one was, can I clearly define and, and re-procure that lead source? Number two is do you have a consistent sales process? Is it the same for every client? Number three, it's a it's a spin on number two. Do I have a cons- uh, do I customize it? Do I but I always customizing it? So here's what that would look like. Nate comes in, listen. I just talked to the local discount broker. He said he list my house for $4 and 50 cents. I'm like, okay, Nate, I'll do it for $5. And then the next person I charge 7%. Do you see how slippery this business is? Like we don't get clear because we're not by design, we're drifting or we're driven. So we don't even have it. And then Nate says, will you shoot a $2,000 video of my estate? And the next guy, I tell them I won't even bring in a professional photographer because he wants to browbeat my commissions. So the question is, do, am I always customizing it? Number four, is it stable? Meaning, is the offering and system stable for the client, the agent, the team, all parties? Is it stable? Stable means if I left, could it keep running? Number five, feature usage. Do people actually use the features that are in our business, right? Like use showing time. Okay. Was that actually a productive thing? Do the clients like it? Do they read the reports? Do, you know, whatever. And number six, 
And this is most important, are people praising and endorsing our product? If so, we're on to something. If we have to beg them for a review, maybe we're not doing what, maybe, maybe the system isn't clear. Maybe it's not stable. Maybe it's not routine. Maybe it's not, do you get what I'm saying? So I want to bring this all together. Okay, it's, it's 821 Pacific. So drifting, ugly. We all are like, Ugh, who wants to drift? Driven, you thought it was cool, but I'm going to burst your bubble this morning. I'm just going to take this pen and pop, you know, let go of thinking how cool you are because you're driven. Ask your husband, wife, kids, or dog how cool they think your drivenness is. I'll bet they'll be like, two thumbs down, dude. Okay, I just had it this morning. I literally, guys, on my way here, had an interaction that was a family interaction that was a little bit rough because I was not because of the power huddle, Jesse. Because earlier this morning, and my video guys are in town, it's been a chaotic three days. And so it was kind of like, hey, haven't heard from you. Are you thinking about me? You guys, you know these, these dynamics dropping kids off at the middle school and the high school. Okay. So drifting's ugly, driven is celebrated. It's actually kind of ugly because you're being led by ambition. By design, by design, says, look, should we bring Wilson back? This is my opinion. I would love to. And I want to pause right before because I yeah, want you to go into the, into the, the by design. Yeah. But I just want to make a note because what I'm thinking in my head, and I'll, we'll do a separate talk on this deeper if you want to come back. Um, the driven part that we celebrate comes from a sense of anxiety and fear. You say ambition. I don't know if it's ambition. I think it's coming from anxiety and fear. Dude, dude, yes, yes. Right. I got to this point, I have people in my office. I mean, really, to do, to do the units we're doing with a small team, we have productive agents. And they are literally always like, you know, I don't know if you guys know who Dave Jinks is, but Dave Jinks co-authored The Millionaire Real Estate Agent 20 years ago with Gary Keller. Dave always said one of the greatest problems that he found with casting um, calendar year goals, meaning, okay, it's okay, it's December 20th. What's my goal for next year? He said the problem with that versus, and I've still never done this, versus doing a running 12-year goal. Do you guys understand what I mean? So like I'd have a goal from September 10th to next September 10th. And it would always be is you get to the end of the year and you're so exhausted, you say, how am I going to repeat this? I don't know if I can start over. Does that resonate, guys? Or do you have a big month? I closed eight deals or something, you say. And you're like, honestly, I need like a gallon of vodka and a huge nap. And you realize your pipeline's empty. Just like, ah. I don't drink, but um, <laughs> clearly, if you're clearly if you're referencing a gallon of vodka, but that's yeah, not- yeah. The point is, but I tried to be over the top, right? You're like, you just want to leave. I don't and drink guys, either. Yeah, I mean- by the way, how many people have just ever wanted to leave, guys? I want to quit the business like four to five times per year, you know. And so that's so when I'm having so this is this is gonna let's bring this together and wrap up. And and when I have that feeling. That is my system, my core, my soul. You all have one. Um, Telling you, you know, when your gas gauge gets low and it's like, hey, idiot. You know, some of you drive 
maybe Jesse does. I'm trying to remember a Tesla. Are you a Tesla guy? Tim's like, yeah, yeah I am. What's the battery, right? It's like, hey, you might want to get to a charging station. You guys see the parallel to your system? When you get to that point in your system, like I can't do this, this is too much, I'm freaking sick and tired of it, I wanna punch my clients, that means you are drifting or driven. Guys, that's it. Wait, but doesn't it mean that I need to hire an assistant? It could, drifting or driven. Wait, but doesn't it mean I need four more salespeople? Drifting or driven. Well, maybe I just need better skills. Drifting, right? Can you see this? It, when you're off and you're overwhelmed, you are stuck in one of those and you're not in design. So, you know, we talk about Wilson and we had no idea we were going to go this way. But Wilson on Castaway, Wilson signified to me hope. Like it was always like, look, things might get bad. I might have a bad month. I might have a bad quarter. I might have a bad year. I might have deals fall apart. The market might go up. It might go down. We might become REO and um, BPO guys, which Jesse and I did for years. And, um, but I have this clear place I'm going to go. And that's what by design looks like. So I like, I kind of like one, three, five, 10 year goals. And, and Tom's talked a little bit about this. Remember, you're setting a 10 year goal just based on your passion and what you think you'd like. But I'm going to ask you guys a question. Are you a little bit different person than you were 10 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I am. My whole entire life is different than it was 10 years ago. So you set a 10-year goal way out there. Like, well, I think this is where I want to go. A five-year goal is like, okay, I, I actually pretty, I'm, I'm roundabout, kind of fairly certain I can get to this place in five years and ask a question like this. Okay, I'm a 210 transaction team. I'd like to take this to a thousand in five years. This is by design, guys. Who would I need to be? This is how I do this. And we talk about this in my team. I tease that we're a personal development company masquerading as a real estate team, right? Who would I need to be to, to lead a thousand transaction team? Number two, what are the parts that would need to be in place? Now, there's lots of answers, but those are the two predominant questions, five years. Now, three years, now we're going to use, we're going to let Tony Robbins chime in. I've never been to Tony event, but he spoke once. Do you remember when he spoke at Tom's event in like 2007? Yep. Okay. He said something. I still remember only because I had a brother-in-law who had a real estate. His whole real estate empire was crumbling. He was losing a subdivision, losing a real estate brokerage, everything. Go figure. 2008. Tony Robbins said, we greatly, and you're probably going to want to write this down. We greatly overestimate what we can achieve in one year. And I'll repeat it. We greatly overestimate what we can achieve in a year, and we greatly underestimate what we can achieve in three. Okay, one more time. We overestimate a year, and we underestimate three. Do you think that's accurate? Like, Jesse, is that accurate, man? 100%. I, I, I didn't know that quote was from Tony Robbins. I do remember Tom Ferry saying it. Hmm. I didn't know where it came from, but I say it all the time. And it, it's, it, it is something that I've lived so many times because I'm, I'm naively optimistic about everything. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. This is great. Like, and I just, I started using that word often because it just is a perfect description, but yeah, I, you always overestimate what you can do in a year and underestimate five. Look back at the last five years. Most of you guys, so, some of you might want to do a different five years. Most of you look back in five years. You're like, wow. Right. right. It could have been a bad five years, but you know, what's, what's funny guys. Um, I went through a whole 
family crisis in the last five years. And in this, this, this is in really in the last three years. And at the time, we're, we're going to, we're wrapping up with our castaway analogy. It felt so insanely hopeless. Like, how would I ever get out of this? How would I ever survive? You know, the future is not optimistic. It was bleak. But yet three years later, I'm like, if I can quote Nacho Libre, my life is good. Real good. Okay. That's the greatest <laughs> line ever, right? I, I, I love it. I, I got to ask you two questions before we run out of time. You ready? So first of all, those of you on camera, wasn't this incredible? This is incredible, right? This is really, really good stuff. Okay. So number one, I'm going to put you on the spot. Will you yeah. come either this month, next month, at some point in time and do an ask me anything for us where we can do an ask a by design expert anything? Absolutely. hundred percent. Okay. 30 minutes. That's all 30 minute time commitment. We'll get some questions in advance. We'll just have people ask you anything they want on this concept. Okay. We'll have to come up with a better description of by design. Cause I don't know if people who haven't heard you talk will understand. So right. ask us something expert, anything, think about right. what goes in that blank. Yeah. We'll schedule that. And then second, dude, let's, let's talk offline sometime. I miss talking to you. This is fun. No, that's good. I know. I, but anyway, you can see we, our energy works good. It's great. We need to chat. Um, guys, thanks for having me on. I know it's 930 and, and, I, and I'm gonna, I'll wrap it, Jesse. 60 seconds. Please do. I want you to wrap it up. Driven, drifting or by design or drifting driven. Either way, just want to remind you for those who came in late, drifting is what it sounds like. Right. And we've all done it. And here's the funny part, guys. You can actually drift by design and drive in the same hour, <laughs> truthfully. You know, where you're like, oh my gosh, the day got away from me. Drifting is obvious. Driven is real subtle and it's sneaky and it's kind of like, it seems cool. But again, your, your, your benchmark is ask your family how they like your drivenness. They will give you two enthusiastic thumbs down every time. Maybe someone out there is like, no, my spouse loves my drivenness. Most people don't like it. Okay. And the last one is by design. By design is, and I just said it really clearly, like one, three, five, 10 year goal, 10 year knowing, I don't know, maybe we'll hit it. Gosh. Right. But it's Wilson. It's the ball in Castaway that is like, it's my symbol of hope. It's my symbol of I'm going to get home. Tom Hanks was like, I have no idea how I'm getting home, but I'm going to get home. Right. Um, if you're off, if your system is overwhelmed, I've had it this morning. I knew I was, by the way, I was um, kind of in drivenness this morning. And what drivenness will do is it will actually trigger you to get into drifting because things will get so out of control. That's it. All right. I love it. This is so good, Jeremy. Thank you for taking time to come here. Seriously, man. I miss you, man. This is awesome. Hey, guys. Talk to you soon. Have a powerful day. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.